Okay, we're in the Mishnah on Daf Yud Zayin. So continues the Mishnah in the process of the Saito. So we already said we prepared the water and we already put the dirt into the water. That was the previous Mishnah. Now we get to the next part of the Pesukim, which is actually two parts. There's the Shavua that we make the Isha make. Uh, and we have a Nusach of that in the Pesukim, and we'll go through that. But before that, the Mishnah actually talks about what the Kayin writes, or what the Sefer writes on the Sefer, we'll talk about the details of the Sefer, and that is written with the ink that's going to be erased into, or uh, scraped off into the water that she's going to drink. So, before we get into the details of the Mishnah, it's Kedai to look at the Psukim in Parshas Nasi. So, we are in Perik Hay, Pasuk Yud Tes. The Pasuk says as follows, Vishbia Isa HaKoyin. So the Koyin makes her make a Shua, V'Omer Isha, and he says to the woman, We'll just translate a Pashup shot. If you did not do any Satis, and you do not be Saita from the Derech, you do not do anything wrong, your husband, you should be Naki, you should be clean, and no bad should happen to you. But if you Satis, if you did be Saita, and you were Tamei, and you were Sheikh in someone who was not your husband, and then it sort of stops, and it doesn't say what the other side of that coin is. Then the puzzle continues, Here it calls it Allah, which is referring to the curses. And he says as follows, And the water that you drink, will affect your yerech and your stomach, as we discussed earlier from the meaning of Midah. They should come into your stomach, and as we pointed out, these two psukim have the order of yerech and beten uh, uh, switched. And then after he says those seemingly two pipes of Shua, Ramar Isha, Amen, Amen, she then says Amen twice. And then the Pasik says, the he writes these alois, al and then he erases it into the muddy water that we already discussed, and then she drinks. So before we get into the nature of the Shvuah and the Allah and how the Quran says and what he says, first the Mishnah gets into writing the Sefer. Says the Mishnah. And we're going to have three shitas and exactly what you write and that gets erased. Anything you write gets erased. The question is, what exactly from these psukim are you actually writing down uh, that's going to be erased? So, Bala Lichtavis Megillah says the Tanakam, from where does he write? Maybe Imloi Shachav Ish. So, if you look back in Pasukyud Test, it says, Vishbiya Hasa Isa Hakoyin, Ve'amar Elo Isha. All that you do not write. You start writing for him the word Imloi Shachav. So, when it says, Im loy shachav, isha yisach, lo shatis, tafash yisach, yinach yim amar eleh, all that, v'yad ki shatis, tafash yisach, v'yinat meis, v'yitish b'roshavta yim b'baladei sheikh. That all you write. So you're writing from the word, from the word, im loy shachav in Pasuk Yutes, including the whole rest of Pasuk Yutes, and Pasuk Chof. V'yinoy koisiv, and then you skip, v'yishbiya eskarnis yisha, the pasuk, beginning of pasuk chafal, it says vishbia akoyin esa isha b'shuah sa'olav amar akoyin leisha. All that you do not write. Rather, you start again writing from the case of yitan hashem asach la'al l'shuah by ma'amar el b'mech litzvay spatim b'yarech. So you write the rest of pasuk chafal from yitan hashem all the way through pasuk chav beis to the words of lahan pil yarech. 
Till there, that's what you write. You don't write that the Torah says that the Isha answers Amin. So, according to the Tanakam over here, you're not writing any of the preamble words of a Hishbiya Koyim uh, in Pasuk Yutes or in Pasuk Havalaf, and you're also not writing the final words of Amr Isha Amin. You're only writing the Shvua that she says and the curse that is included with that Shvua in the second half of the uh, Psukim. That's a Tanakam. Rabbi Yaisi says, no. You start from, as we said in Pasuk Yitesh, Imloi Shachav. But once you start from writing Imloi Shachav, you continue on, and you even write the Vishbi HaKoyinus, the Yishu B'Shvul, Salaf HaMarakoyin, the Isha, in Pasuk Chafav, that you write as well. And you also write the V'Amra Isha Amin Amin. So you start in the middle of Pasuk Yitesh, Imloi Shachav, then you continue the whole rest of Yitesh, Chaf, Chafalav, and the whole Chaf base. All that is Rabbi Yaisi. So that's what, two enough communities there. And whether you include the Amin Amin and whether you include the Vishbia, Rabbi Yaisi says you do, Tanakama says you don't. So Rabbi Yaisi is actually writing more than the Tanakama. The only part you write, he says the least amount of writing. And that's why we said in the previous Mishnah, according to Rabbi you can have less water. Uh, you only need a quarter log as opposed to a half log. Because he says you only write, You actually only start from Pasuk Chafalaf. From Pasuk Chafalaf, in the middle of Chafalaf, and you write the beginning of Pasuk Chafbez, and you do not write Vamar Yisha Mermin. So according to Behuda, you do not write anything from Pasuk Yates, nothing from Pasuk Chaf, the beginning of Chafalaf. You also skip, you start from the middle of Chafalaf, Yitin Hashem, and you go to Lahanpil Yoreich in Pasuk Chafbez, and that's it. So it's just two half Psukim, according to Rabbi Yehuda, and that's what Rabbi Yehuda says that you write. Says the Mishnah. Uh, so what is the Machlaikis here? What is the Machlaikis in what you should be writing on this Sefer? But Mike Mithli says the Gemara. You're arguing how to touch up the Pasuk. The Pasuk said that we read, That is... So all that seems to be the tzivui for what to write. The question is, how do you dash in those words? So Remeir, and we're going to start from Remeir. So Remeir is a Tanakama. Remeir savar alais means alais mamish. So alais would mean the curses, which would be posig chafalaf and chafbeis. Ha'olais, the rabbis klolais ha'bois machas brachas. When it says ha'olais, the extra hay, that's actually also including posik yutes and chaf, which are actually, if you look at posik yutes, posik yutes is a bracha. Posik yutes says, if you are innocent, then nothing will happen. And then posik chaf actually says, and if you're guilty, and then it doesn't say. So we learn out, we infer from the bracha that you would get if you were innocent, that you would get a klala if you're guilty. Says Rimeir, the hay of ha'oloi says you would write that as well. Even though it doesn't really say a klala over there, but it's an inferred klala, we write that as well. When it says ela, the kosov, when it says in the positive, the kosov is ha'oles, ha'ela. So what does the word ela mean? Ela lemuti klolish mishatari. Ela means you're not writing any other klolish. You're not writing klolish in other places or, or from bichukaisai or from kisabe, the teichicha. Those are not the olis and klolish that we're looking for, of course. And ha'ela is lemuti tzavos v'kabolis amen. Ha'ela says only write the klolish. Don't write the vihishbia. Don't write the first vihishbia. Don't write the second vihishbia. And don't write the amra isha amen amen. So all those are going to be excluded. So from the second hey, the ha'ela, Remeir actually excludes 
the Vishbiyas and the Amits. That's how Rameir dashes the Psukim, and therefore he includes only the Klolos and the inferred Klolos from the beginning of the Pasha. Rabbi Yaisi says, Kula Kedagamit, I agree with you, but S, the Rabbi Savois Bekabolois. But since it says, the Kosav, <coughs> since the Pasik says that you're going to be the Kosav, let's just read the Pasik inside. So the S is a reboy, and it's my brother that you also write the Vihishbiyas and the Amin. Remeir doesn't dash that S, and therefore he excludes them. Behuda, what about Behuda? Behuda, who says you just write the half of Pasik Chav Aleph and half of Pasik Chav Bez. Behuda Kula Bimiute Darshu. He says every one of these Psukim or words that we're dashing is actually a Miet, meaning. Allah says, Allah is mamish, just the curses, which is in Pasuk Chafalaf and Pasuk Chafbez. Ha Allah is, Lemuti Klaus Habos Machus Bakus, excluding Pasuk Yutes and Chaf. E Lemuti Klaus Mishatai, that you're not including any other Techicha. Ha E Lemuti Tzavas Kabbalas, that even when you're reading Chafalaf and Chafbez, you don't read the Vishbia and you don't read the Avamar Isha, Amen, Amen. So three fundamentally different ways to dash in all these psukim. Vermeer says the more wait a second. Vermeer, according to Mayor, Maishna Hai Hey the Marbi Bay, Maishna Hai Hey the Mayat Bay. The first hey of Ha'alois, we said is coming to include Pasikutes and Chaf. And the hey of Ha'ela is coming to exclude the Vijbiya and Amin Vyomid. Why is one hey including and one hey excluding? Says more hey the gabi ribu ribu hey the gabi muta muta ela is an exclusive word so the hey of ha is a muting alois is an inclusive word so hey of ha is including other alois including pasuketes and chaf says more wait a second but less he says, I don't understand. Remeir is famous in Shas for holding that you always need a Tanai Kofel. That when you make a Tanai, when you want to make a Kedushin or a Mecher or anything like that, and you make a Tanai, we let out from Tanai, but it got him in a Ruvain, that you have to make a Tanai Kofel. You have to say, I want to be Makadish to you only on Tanai that if you give me 100 shekel, will be married. But you also have to say the opposite. And if you don't give me 100 shekel, you won't be married. Otherwise, the Tanai is Bato and the Kedushin is Kayim. So if a mayor holds, you don't infer anything, theoretically. Obviously, if I say I only want to be married, if you give me 100 shekel, I can obviously infer that if you don't give me 100 shekel, I don't want to be married. But mayor says, we don't do inferring in Halacha. And if you say both sides, fine. If you don't, it doesn't work. So if that's the case, Pasuk Chof is actually not a Klola. Pasuk Chof says, when you do Tameh, but doesn't say anything. Yes, we could infer from Pasuk Yutes. Pasuk Yutes says, if you're innocent, then you'll be okay. So we can infer in Pasuk Chof, if you're guilty, you'll be guilt, you'll get punished. But it doesn't say it. And Ramea holds, you don't infer things in the terror. So why is Pasuk Yutes and Chof considered an Allah at all? Amreftanchum, Reftanchum says, we have to dash in the word Hinoki. We Pashup Shah, we read the words. You should be innocent. That nothing should happen to you. That's the way you normally read it. But says Rebbe, Tanchum Remeir doesn't read it like that. Remeir means, reads it, that it should be, it, since it says it without a yud, 
and therefore you read it, Hinoki Imloi Shochav. He actually reads it, Hinoki Imloi Shochav, Tumatachas Yisheikh Hinoki, like it's Ki'ilu, it said, if it had it with a Yud, it would be Hinoki, like innocent. Since it doesn't have a Yud, read it like a Ches, like Ches and He are interchangeable, and Hinoki or Hinoki, depends on how you want to say it, but it's actually attached to the part afterwards. So it's actually, Hinoki Me'emara is going on the Tumatachas Yisheikh going forward, or either forward or backward, meaning you read it like this. If you're innocent, then fine. If you are guilty, then he noki or he noki, then you'll be punished. So actually, according to Mary, you actually read it that you are going to be guilty if you did something, you're going to be punished. And therefore, that actually is a klala, even without inferring anything. The Gemara goes here on a little bit of a gala. The Dar should be a kiva. If an Ishva Isha and a Ziva get a marriage, work on their marriage, and they're peaceful, happy marriage, right? Then we have Shechina, but then we have a Yud and a He. The Yud and the He, the Yud and the Ish, and the He and the Isha is Shechina. If you take out the Yud and the He of the Hashem Hashem, you're left with just Aleph Shin, Aleph Shin, you have Eish. It seems to be the anger, the way Rashi says it, of a woman is more fiery than a man. Because by the Isha, the Eish is together and the He is at the end. By an Ish, we put the Shem Hashem in the middle. So by an Ish, the Eish is separated. By an Isha, even with the Shem Hashem, the Eish is still together. It's a more more apt, according to the way Rashi explains it, to to. to to have anger there. Amarava. Why is offer lesaita? What's the like a, a, a limud there? Mashal. Zachsa, if she's innocent, Yatsimino Ben Kavramavinu, by offer That's offer. So therefore it's a remis Havramavinu. Loizach if she's guilty, then Taksalafra she'll go back and she'll die and she'll go back to, to being buried in the ground. Which we said is dirt and ash. So that level of Hanava, Zachu Banav the Bez Mitzvah. We got two mitzvahs. Offer Afer Paraduma, the ashes of Paraduma, Vafar Saita. And you got those two mitzvahs which are helpful for Klai because they help you become tar and they help you be Mavar issues in the marriage. Why don't we mention every offer Kisadam, which is also dirt, offer related? Over there, there, it's just a hechsher mitzvah. It do, it's not helping you out of a sticky situation. When a person's tummy, he needs afer paraduma to get out of the situation. When a person has a suffix of znus by the isha, he needs the offer of saita to verify. So he actually gets a physical, personal benefit. Whereas kisadam doesn't give you any personal benefit. If there was no mitzvah like that, there would be no mitzvah. It's fine. So yes, it's a gvaldika mitzvah, of course. But that's not related to offer of no, There's no reward for the, that we got the mitzvah of kisadam related to offer of afer of Ramavina. They refuse to take anything, the strings and the shoelaces from, from the Mechama. We got two mitzvahs. Why are those two mitzvahs? Why? What's the schus? Like a physical, I know of those two mitzvahs. So the more explains. Bishmar it's so tefillin. Tefillin helps us. They see if our comrades kishem Hashem nekor alecha v'yarim yakak. We go and see us wearing tefillin and mochama. They run away, so it helps us. Tanya blazer gadam elad tefillin shabarosh. How does that help us? Why dafka blue in the tcheles that we wear in our tzitzis? It reminds us of the sea. That reminds us of the sky. 
Rashi says each one's a little slightly different blue, but close enough to remember it. And that reminds us of Therefore, it's all that sign of, of, of color of blue. And therefore, when a person wears tzitzis, Rashi says, it's ke'ilu hakbil p'nei Wearing tzitzis, when you, if you wear tzitzis properly with tchelis, and it reminds you of the kisya covet, it's like standing in front of a shechina. Therefore, that is a schus that we have that mitzvah. Continues the Mishnah. When he writes it, he doesn't write it like on a board or a piece of wood. Niyar doesn't write it on paper. They didn't have paper like we have, but paper like papyrus or something like that. And you don't write it on diftera, which is unfinished type of of cloth that we have. Normally, cloth, Rashi says, is leather that is going to be ma'ubad, maliach, kamiach, and alfitz, different preparations we do to prepare the cloth that we use in tefillin and sefetar and mezuzus. Difter is like unfinished. You don't write that. Ella ala megillah. It has to be written on a pure megillah. Shnamar basefer. The Pusik says, because of us also, basefer. And therefore, basefer means it has to be on cloth like a sefetar. You cannot use a regular ink, not secretary ink. You can't use like a magic marker or something like that, which seeps into the leather, seeps into the uh, the cloth, and then it will be impossible to erase. You have to use it with the special ink we use in a secretary, which if you look here for the secretary, the ink actually sits on top of the leather. So that has to be something that you could erase that would be not Rishume Nikr. By a cipher could take like a knife, scrape off a letter from the cloth, and there'll be nothing left there at all. Certain inks will seep in. You don't want to use that ink. You have to use the regular ink that we normally use uh, to write a sefer so that it could be uh, scraped off. Says the Gemara, If you write it at night, it's possible. Not even if you don't do the the parsha now, even if you're not doing the the the, tech, the whole process of a site at night, just writing a nice pasuk. My Torah, isa Torah Torah. We learn Zevah Shava Torah Torah. Ksev Achav Asal Hakoyin is called Torah Hazoyis, referring to Saito. Ksev Hasam, and it says by Zakin Mamre Al Pi Torah Sheiruchav. Not by Zakin Mamre. Yeah, Al Pi Torah Sheiruchav Al Mishpat Al Mishpat. And we dash my Mishpat Biyoyim Al Fagil Saito Biyoyim. And therefore Torah and Mishpat go together. And therefore Torah and Mishpat has to be during the day. Rashi says we learn it out. For it says Vahayah Biyoyim Hanchilo Esbon. And therefore Yerusha and Psaka and Yerusha has to be during the day. And therefore the Meisait the Ksav of the Saito also when it's Kosav Esat Saifa has to be during the day. If you write all the words, but you don't write them in order, the letters out of order, that's also possible. It has to be like it's written in the Sefer Torah. What if you write it before she makes one? Now, interestingly enough, in our Mishnah, we actually talk about the writing before we ever talk about the Shvua. But the Allah actually is that you at least have to say the Shvua, and our Mishnah, said, the Gemara is here saying, even you have to make a Kabbalah, she has to actually say, Amen. Before you actually write it down, so kasher kadim shikabel shul psula shnemar vishbia veachach vakasaf. Right, the pesukim we just read talk about the actual hashba after the hashba. She says amen amen. Then the pasuk says you write it. So you're not allowed to write it before, and it has to be written afterwards. If you write it on cloth, but you don't write it as you would write a sefer Torah, which Rashi holds says it means you need to have sirtut. If you look at a sefer Torah, if you look at there are these lines, indented lines, 
uh, in, in the cloth, which the Sefer makes, so they can write it straight, but it's Allah HaMashvi Sinai, says Rashi, that every Sefer, Sefer Torah, Mezuzah, etc., all Sugir, Bria, Menachas, needs to have Sirtut, and therefore the daf that you're writing the, the, the parsha of Saita on also has to have Sirtut, otherwise it's not called a Sefer. But Sefer Achmona, continues Gemara on top, Koswal Shnei Dafim, which Rashi interestingly holds, means you write it on two Amudim, not Dafka on two pieces of paper. Rashi says, Kedafim Shosef Atari, Asuyin Amudim. So if you write it in columns, that's also possible, because Sefer Achmona, Achmona, Veloshnei Veshloshesvan. Kosov Ois Echos Umbachak. What if you write a letter or a word and you write it? Erase it. Write a letter, erase it. You have to write the entire parsha and then erase the whole parsha. You can't write erase, write erase. Okay, uncut.